0: in each episode i share actionable strategies that you can implement in your life plus inspiration along the way so come join me for this episode of the brendan burns show ladies and gentlemen welcome to another episode of the brendan burns show Today is another audio plus YouTube hybrid, and I'm really excited to introduce this one because I'm just continuing to get messages from you guys about my analysis breakdowns on YouTube, specifically the ones about the television show, Love is Blind. Now, my friend's wife told me about this show a couple weeks ago. By the way, I'm recording this in mid-May 2020, so right in the height of coronavirus when binge-watching TV shows is at an all-time high, Everyone's stuck inside. People are asking me a lot of questions about dating. Brendan, how do I date right now? Should I be dating right now? How can I create better moments with my partner if we're stuck in quarantine and stuck with each other 24-7? So the show Love is Blind is really interesting because the couples are, or the people, it's basically like a speed dating format. And the couples and the people on the show Meet with each other in these speed dates And they can hear each other perfectly But they can't see each other And while it's a great Concept and a great premise What I noticed from watching the show Because I've done a number of YouTube analysis breakdowns of the different Characters and in this Episode today of my podcast I'm going to be talking a little bit about a character named Jessica, and then I'm going to leave you with the audio of the YouTube video I made, kind of breaking down her personality traits and her attachment style, and why she became known as kind of the most controversial, psychologically, I don't want to say damaged, I don't want to be so hard on her, but she brought a lot of baggage to the show and uh, put rubbed a lot of the viewers the wrong way. And in this episode, I explain exactly what she did, what she didn't do, what the issues were that caused all that. And so what I find really fascinating about this dating experiment TV show is that even though people could not see each other, they still, all the same psychology and the same relationship issues came out. So for example, there was a guy named Cameron, and he married a woman named uh, Lauren Speed on the show. And it was amazing, because his ability to love unconditionally translated to that show, regardless of him being able to see the person or not. And then there was a guy named Barnett, who had a, was very in touch with his masculine energy in some respects, not all. But because of the sum in which he was connected... He was able to create a lot of attraction and a lot of polarity with the women on the show and the most attractive feminine and most interesting women on the show were really pulled into him and it's just wild how nobody could see the guy nobody could see his physical attraction levels but because of his confidence and his voice and his tone and all these things it was able to translate and so One of my big takeaways from the show is that you can literally take physical looks out of the equation and the same relationship problems will manifest even before and even without being able to see each other. And so Jessica Batten is her name and there are a lot of things that happen with her. Essentially, the the short of it is she comes on the show. She's in her mid-30s. She is looking to find someone. And even in one of the opening scenes of the show, which I thought was really interesting, she admitted that she had problems being too picky and too stringent with her rules about partner selection. Which, by the way, is a clear trait of someone who has what's called the avoidant attachment style. Remember, there are three attachment styles. Secure, anxious, and avoidant secures welcome intimacy. Anxious people can be a little obsessed with or ruminate and overanalyze intimacy, but they still want it. And the last bucket is avoidance. And avoidance are the ones that you have to be really careful of. For If you're listening to this right now, and you're either in a relationship with someone who might be more avoidant, or you're single and you tend to date people who are more avoidant or emotionally unavailable or who like to be distant and you feel like you're putting more effort into the relationship than they are it's a really frustrating and difficult attachment style to be with an avoidant it doesn't mean it can't work if you are secure enough to be able to give them space and let them come to you and not take it personally when they need a lot of distance and they feel overwhelmed by intimacy, it absolutely can 100% work. However, if you have the option, if you're single, I highly, highly recommend avoiding dating an avoidant person. And the the audio from the YouTube video will explain in more detail some of the things that Jessica does that you can help you identify who an avoidant is and if this person may or may not be avoidant. So that's one thing to consider. The other thing to remember is that while secure attachment style individuals represent approximately 50% of the population, which is excellent, unfortunately, the majority of secure individuals are already in committed relationships. And so what that leaves is the dating pool, which is comprised mostly of avoidant individuals, and then number two, anxious individuals, and then number three, secures. Because secures are typically in relationships. And if you want to find a secure attachment style person who is single, it really, it's going to come down to timing. And when you find someone who's secure attachment style, you want to take them in. And so coming back to this video, though, I talk about a number of different things that Jessica does. And so one of them is that really it's it's the age differential between her and a gentleman named Mark. And she has a lot of chemistry and connection with this guy, Mark. Mark tends to be more of the anxious attachment style, which makes sense because there's something called the anxious avoidant bond, where someone who's anxious and wants excessive space pairs up with someone who's avoidant and needs a lot of, or I'm sorry, the anxious wants excessive closeness, the avoidant wants excessive space. And I'm sure you can imagine how that can play out and cause a lot of frustrations in both directions. And so what happens is Jessica meets this guy, Mark, He's a very good person, he, he really loves her and wants to be with her, yet she, has a, she exhibits a common avoidant pattern, which is when you are too focused on rules, and you have too many rules about what you think your relationship should look like. And it's a, it's a mechanism that avoidant attachment style individuals do in order to kind of justify pushing people away. You have to remember that someone is avoidant typically because in their childhood or in their past, being close to someone else resulted in a lot of pain. So whether that was having a smothering parent or it was being in a relationship with someone who wanted a lot of closeness and either of those situations, that person was hurt and emotionally received a lot of emotional pain. That's how the avoidant copes. They now create strategies to keep intimacy at bay. And so one of Jessica's strategies to try to distance herself from love and intimacy is by coming up with very strict rules around who her partner should look like. So part of why I made this video was to be a warning sign for anyone who's single to say, hey, if you're pursuing people like Jessica, learn how to identify these things and then run. And then the other reason why I made this video is because a lot of people happen to be avoidant And there's nothing wrong with that. They didn't choose to be avoidant. They didn't wake up one day and say, oh, I want to be an avoidant attachment style person. Things from their past probably happened, which then created this style inside of them. And so if that's you, I want you to know that your attachment style can change. And especially if you find a secure person who can give you the space and give you the time to develop in a way where you can learn to trust and let in the closeness more. So that's just one thing Jessica does. Um, There was also, I think one of the things that really rubbed the the viewers of this show the wrong way is that Jessica wasn't very honest and communicative about her feelings towards Mark and went through with the whole thing and then got to the altar and basically walked away and, and ditched him at the altar of their wedding. And so obviously that was something that people were frustrated with and didn't like. And again, that comes down to an avoidant strategy, which is to not communicate your feelings, not be honest with yourself, not be honest with your partner. And so anyway, I break down Jessica's behavior. I share a couple different clips, I analyze them. And I want you to listen to this through the lens of understanding the psychology behind someone who is avoidant. So number one, you can avoid dating an avoidant. And number two, if you are an avoidant in any way, it'll help you understand why you behave this way. And so hopefully you can learn how to let go a little bit and learn how to let intim- let intimacy in a bit more. So without further ado, here's the audio from my YouTube analysis breakdown video of Jessica Batten from Love is Blind. Do you wanna stop making the same relationship mistakes over and over again, and finally have that relationship of your dreams I'm Brendan Burns and in this video I show you how to get the life and love that you want hit that subscribe button now and let's get into it In the Netflix show love is blind singles attempt to find their match and fall in love without ever seeing each other face to face in this video I break down the alarming behaviors of contestant Jessica Batten so you can either avoid her behaviors if you see yourself in her, or you can see the warning signs she displays so you can run if you ever encounter someone in a dating situation like her. So let's start by watching a clip
1: from the first episode of the show. Mark and I are really creating a true soul connection, but sometimes I snap back to reality and think about What are my friends gonna think? What are my parents gonna think? Mark is five years younger than my baby brother. (laughs) He's five years younger than me.
0: All right, key takeaway from this is that Jessica has what's called the avoidant attachment style. So these types of people typically are not ready, available, and able for intimacy. And one thing that Jessica's doing is she is seeking a phantom partner. She has a lot of rules specifically around age, but also athletics and looks and all these other things that prevent her from having intimacy. People like Jessica seek what's called a phantom partner, a perfect partner that doesn't exist. And even though she has a lot of connection with Mark and he is so dedicated to her, she can't commit back to him. Jessica never accepted his age gap and used it as an excuse to avoid intimacy. One way to go from having the avoidant attachment style to secure is by letting go of some arbitrary rules, such as how tall your partner is, how big the age gap is. So that's number one. Number two, you eventually have to either go all in or go out. And Jessica just sits right there in the middle of the whole time until the situation blows up in her face. Number three, you have to choose a partner for yourself, not based on what other people think. The biggest thing from that clip that I showed you was Jessica's emphasis on, yeah, I like him, I think he's great, we have a connection, but what will my parents think? What will my siblings think? What will my friends think? And as a result, wanting the approval of other people prevents her from committing to this relationship. Let's go ahead and watch another clip. You know, I ask you, you know, you want to spend the rest of your life with me. Like, where's your mind at?
1: We've come like a really long way in a matter of days, not weeks. And like, I can definitely see us walking out of here together.
0: All right. This is a really troubling scene because Jessica's being very dishonest to both herself and to Mark. You have to be honest with those that you date. And even though she says yes, she is clearly with her body language, her heart, her voice, and everything really saying no. And one thing I like to tell my clients in our work together is a no now can save you a much more painful no later. Also, Jessica cannot commit to Mark and probably doesn't even know why. I would guess, if I had to, that she has a fear of commitment, a fear of getting hurt, a fear of not being loved by someone else if she acts in integrity and walks away now. That is a huge one. And so Jessica might be saying yes now because she's afraid of being honest with herself and potentially leaving this show not having anyone. So she needs to either commit or walk away, but does neither. and you'll see what happens later on. Let's go ahead and watch a short clip from the second episode of this show.
1: Our connection is so strong, but like I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't pursue relationships like I came here to do. What the
0: All right, this is continued avoidant tendencies. So remember attachment styles, you have secure, open and available for intimacy you have anxious kind of preoccupied and overly analyzing relationships which mark here tends to be and then you have avoidant which is what jessica is she will not commit to him but she also won't leave she strings him along she keeps intimacy at a distance however because she does not see intimacy as a safe thing she's afraid that she will get hurt so she cannot go all in. If Jessica were to speak directly, instead of saying what she did, she would be saying, I'm unsure, I'm not all in with you, I'm also pursuing this other guy, Barnett, and I don't know where I stand. By the way, if you're ever in a situation with a person like this, get out immediately. Out of the three attachment styles, avoidant is by far the most troubling and the one to run from the fastest. Unfortunately, Mark is anxious and he's drawn into avoidant. That's called the anxious avoidant trap. Let's go ahead and watch the final clip from the final episode of the show to see how this all plays out. So
1: long as you both shall live,
0: And that is a wrap. So, as you can see here, Jessica has the avoidant attachment style, and it just drags Mark through the mud, and eventually she strands him at the altar. So, in order to learn from this, so you can either shift from avoidant yourself into secure, or if you find yourself secure or anxious and wanting to avoid people like her, avoid avoidance, here's what to do. If you're avoidant, let go of strict rules or seeking a phantom partner who does not exist. Ditch the arbitrary dating requirements that you have in your brain and realize that your hesitations are largely due to your fears of intimacy. Number two, choose a partner for you, not based on the approval of others. One thing we see here is that Jessica continues to be so fixated on the age difference between the two of them, yet continues to string this thing along. I think it's a combination of her really placing the approval of others on, you know, instead of what she wants as well as using it as an excuse to keep intimacy at bay. Next, be honest with yourself and with those you date. Look at the impact that she's having on this guy, Mark here. Now, Mark is not helpless. He should be taking responsibility for pursuing someone who's not into him. But still, if you're avoidant, you should be working on your own self and attachment styles before you're going out and dating and hurting people like the way she does here. And last but not least, if you're again if you're anxious or if you're secure look out for avoidant partners like jessica run from them they are dangerous hurtful cannot commit and are the largest percentage of the dating pool i'm sorry i'm being a little harsh on avoidance today but if you are not avoidant it is very important that you be very careful and avoid them at all costs in the dating pool Unless you really want to just have a situation where you have to be extremely patient and you're not going to have a lot of closeness, especially earlier on. So that's a wrap. I'm Brandon Burns. Thank you for watching out another one of my videos. Make sure to hit that subscribe button now for access to and updates on all my new videos. And if you haven't already, subscribe to The Brandon Burns Show, my podcast and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you haven't already, please leave a review, which helps more people like you find the show. Have a great day. Do you want to stop making the same relationship mistakes over and over again and finally have that relationship of your dreams? I'm Brendan Burns and in this video I show you how to get the life and love that you want. Hit that subscribe button now and let's get into it. In the Netflix show Love is Blind, singles attempt to find their match and fall in love without ever seeing each other face to face. In this video, I break down the alarming behaviors of contestant Jessica Batten so you can either avoid her behaviors if you see yourself in her, or you can see the warning signs she displays so you can run if you ever encounter someone in a dating situation like her. So let's start by watching a clip from the
1: first episode of the show. Mark and I are really creating a true soul connection, but sometimes I snap back to reality and think about What are my friends gonna think? What are my parents gonna think? Mark is five years younger than my baby brother. (laughs) He's five years younger than me.
0: All right, key takeaway from this is that Jessica has what's called the avoidant attachment style. So these types of people typically are not ready, available, and able for intimacy. And one thing that Jessica's doing is she is seeking a phantom partner. She has a lot of rules specifically around age, but also athletics and looks and all these other things that prevent her from having intimacy. People like Jessica seek what's called a phantom partner, a perfect partner that doesn't exist. And even though she has a lot of connection with Mark and he is so dedicated to her, she can't commit back to him. Jessica never accepted his age gap and used it as an excuse to avoid intimacy. One way to go from having the avoidant attachment style to secure is by letting go of some arbitrary rules, such as how tall your partner is, how big the age gap is. So that's number one. Number two, you eventually have to either go all in or go out and Jessica just sits right there in the middle the whole time until the situation blows up in her face. Number three, you have to choose a partner for yourself not based on what other people think. The biggest thing from that clip that I showed you was Jessica's emphasis on, "Yeah, I like him. I think he's great. We have a connection, but what will my parents think? What will my siblings think? What will my friends think?" And as a result, ha- wanting the approval of other people prevents her from committing to this relationship. Let's go ahead and watch another clip. You know, I ask you, you know, you want to spend the rest of your life with me? Like, where's your mind at?
1: (sighs) We've come, like, a really long way in a matter of days, not weeks. And, like, I can definitely see us walking out of here together.
0: All right. This is a really troubling scene because Jessica's being very dishonest to both herself and to Mark you have to be honest with those that you date and even though she says yes she is clearly with her body language her heart her voice and everything really saying no and one thing i like to tell my clients in our work together is a no now can save you a much more painful no later also jessica cannot commit to mark and probably doesn't even know why I would guess, if I had to, that she has a fear of commitment, a fear of getting hurt, a fear of not being loved by someone else if she acts in integrity and walks away now. That is a huge one. And so Jessica might be saying yes now because she's afraid of being honest with herself and potentially leaving this show not having anyone. So she needs to either commit or walk away, but does neither, and you'll see what happens later on. Let's go ahead and watch a short clip from the second episode of this show.
1: Our connection is so strong, but like I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't pursue relationships like I came here to do. What the
0: All right, this is continued avoidant tendencies. So remember attachment styles, you have secure, open and available for intimacy. You have anxious, kind of preoccupied and overly analyzing relationships, which Mark here tends to be. And then you have avoidant, which is what Jessica is. She will not commit to him, but she also won't leave. She strings him along. She keeps intimacy at a distance, however, because she does not see intimacy as a safe thing. She's afraid that she will get hurt, so she cannot go all in. If Jessica were to speak directly, instead of saying what she did, she would be saying, I'm unsure, I'm not all in with you, I'm also pursuing this other guy, Barnett, and I don't know where I stand. By the way, if you're ever in a situation with a person like this, Get out immediately. Out of the three attachment styles, avoidant is by far the most troubling and the one to run from the fastest. Unfortunately, Mark is anxious and he's drawn into avoidant. That's called the anxious avoidant trap. Let's go ahead and watch the final clip from the final episode of the show to see how this all plays out. So long
1: as you both shall live,
0: And that is a wrap. So as you can see here, Jessica has the avoidant attachment style and it just drags Mark through the mud and eventually she strands him at the altar. So in order to learn from this, so you can either shift from avoidant yourself into secure, or if you find yourself secure or anxious and wanting to avoid people like her, avoid avoidance, here's what to do. If you're avoidant, let go of strict rules or seeking a phantom partner who does not exist. Ditch the arbitrary dating requirements that you have in your brain and realize that your hesitations are largely due to your fears of intimacy. Number two, choose a partner for you, not based on the approval of others. One thing we see here is that Jessica continues to be so fixated on the age difference between the two of them, yet continues to string this thing along. I think it's a combination of her really placing the approval of others on, you know, instead of what she wants, as well as using it as an excuse to keep intimacy at bay. Next, be honest with yourself and with those you date. Look at the impact that she's having on this guy, Mark here. Now, Mark is not helpless. He should be taking responsibility for pursuing someone who's not into him. But still, if you're avoidant, you should be working on your own self and attachment styles before you're going out and dating and hurting people like the way she does here. And last but not least, if you're, again, if you're anxious or if you're secure, look out for avoidant partners like Jessica. Run from them. They are dangerous, hurtful, cannot commit, and are the largest percentage of the dating pool. I'm sorry, I'm being a little harsh on avoidance today, but if you are not avoidant, it is very important that you be very careful and avoid them at all costs in the dating pool, unless you are really want to just ha- have a situation where you have to be extremely patient and you're not gonna have a lot of closeness, especially earlier on. So that's a wrap. I'm Brandon Burns. Thank you for watching out another one of my videos. Make sure to hit that subscribe button now for access to and updates on all my new videos. And if you haven't already, subscribe to The Brandon Burns Show, my podcast and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you haven't already, please leave a review, which helps more people like you find the show. Have a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Brendan Burns Show. If it's your first time here, please make sure to subscribe on the Apple Podcasts app or in Spotify. Also, please leave us a rating or written review. This helps others learn about the show and spread the word to new and more people. Lastly, if you're looking to take your personal life, business, or career to the next level and you want access to me as well as my community of like-minded people, head over to courses.brendonhburns.com and join us in Mastery Academy, my membership site that comes with online course content as well as live coaching calls every two weeks hosted by me personally. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.